guess I play semi-pro, right? No, man, you worse. You Sunday League. Hello and welcome to the Sunday League Podcast, your home for all things MLB and fantasy baseball. I am Thomas Helms, your host, joined by Casey Moore and Cale Davis and James Peeler, my lovely co-hosts. Today we're jumping into the uh, current playoff races, seeing what's what's going on. A lot of different changes in uh, divisional leads and with the uh, wild card races. So we're going to jump into those. Um, why don't we start with the red hot Dodgers and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Dodgers are hot. Freddie Freeman. Dog. Dude, Mookie, but I didn't realize Mookie Betts was doing as like, I knew he's Mookie Betts. Yeah. But he has been on fire lately. Yeah, he just single-handedly just destroyed the Marlins. James, James Altman is basically becoming freaking Cody Bellinger in his prime, like the MVP <laughs> year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jason Hayward resurgence. I mean, oh, yeah. and Peralta, oh, dude, a, a, a slow, well, Peralta went to, you know, the deathly hollows in Tampa Bay last year. So we can't, <laughs> can't blame we him. can't. Yeah. They just, oh, Colton Wong. Watch Colton, Colton Wong hit like 15 home runs in the postseason. <laughs> and he's sick. As, he's a sick defender. So they didn't, mm-hmm. they signed him. Yeah, they picked him up. I didn't hear that. I yeah, hear that. I got Rosario, added... Kike, and Wong. Yeah, good sign. Everyone so, they yeah, added from I the think, off season and the deadline have been hot. I think. Yeah. I think they. Which well, Mookie Betts can play in infield just as good as anybody else. But yeah. I, I do think they're a better team with him. Him in right field because hmm. you know he's a center fielder out there as well. So he yeah, can play everywhere. Hundred percent. Yeah, they're nine and one in their last ten, and they have an eleven and a half game lead in the division when they trailed like two months ago. So that's very impressive, especially with the Diamondbacks kind of collapsing. They've just kind of yeah. dodged the Dodgers, um, doing their thing. So I think the the Kershaw almost I wouldn't say resurgence because he's always been Kershaw. He's just been hurt the past couple years. Dude, but, that change up he got now. Yeah, Kershaw's had a pretty. V- Pretty solid year, and I think that's really been huge for them. They just got Urias back pretty recently, um, so that's been huge for them. Bueller might but, be coming back for playoffs. Which could go either way. I so. mean, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are just being the Dodgers. I don't think I don't think anyone expected any less from them. So Their, yeah. their bullpen still kind of worries me, but. Yeah. Joe Kelly's been. Yeah. Back in an LA uniform. But what mm-hmm. I do love is like their their starting pitch because they got Lance Lynn and then they get another guy. Or am I just imagining that? They got, they got, they got he's in the bullpen. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a bullpen, he, but he's, he's a dang good like. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he can give you he can give you two three innings every. I mean, every oh, yeah. other game. Yeah. But oh, um, yeah. they got some they got some old school with Kershaw and Lynn who can give you just innings eaters. Mm-hmm. Probably won't leave, like. I, I dare you to try to go get the ball before the sixth inning with Lance Lynn. Yeah. They'll fight you. <laughs> so, okay, well. Sheesh. <laughs> I will not allow fat slander on this podcast. We are not fatphobic. Yeah. yeah um, you should see our group <laughs> message every day, flipping day. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I think talking on the Dodgers, it kind of, ties us into the the next kind of story of jumping into the NL wild card and seeing how the Diamondbacks had a horrible July. They were leading the NL, NL West and just kind of 
almost fell off the face of the earth, and they're three games above 500 now. So they're 13 games back of the division. Um, I think they're a half game out of the wild card. Let me double check. One game. They're one game out of the wild card. So, yeah, it's very interesting to look at and think about. But it's 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 just crazy to think about how quickly a baseball season can change too. Yeah. So, because I mean, there's like there's like eight teams that legit have a chance. Because oh, yeah. I was like the, the Braves playing San Francisco right now, and they're like you know one and a half, two games out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in it. They're in the wild card. They've got they're yeah. in it. They're they're up a half a game on Chicago. Oh, so they 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 got in today because mm-hmm. they beat the Braves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I think it's it's interesting looking at it now as opposed to like you know two months ago or the beginning of the year. There's like there's three central teams making a push for the playoffs. Clearly, one will get in. Currently, the Brewers have a four game lead on the division, but the Cubs and Reds are the Cubs are in it right now, and the Cincinnati Reds are a game back. So, yeah. I don't think anybody at the beginning of the season expected more than one team to come out of that division. So it'll be interesting to see how it shapes out. Shapes out in the end. The Reds are either going to be like, I think they're either going to make it or they're going to fall completely. I don't think they're going to be close. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like they can make an actual run or just fall off the face of the earth. Cubs are built for it, man. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs have that almost, I wouldn't say veteran veteran, but like guys who've, have been seasoned, have been in the league yeah. for a little while, and yeah, kind of know what they're they got doing. A leader in a shortstop, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, they got a leader with the manager too, David Ross. You know, knows mm-hmm. the organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's why I think Molina would be a great fit for for the Cardinals too, possibly yeah. as a manager in the spot. But um, yeah, they got to do something. James would be a good fit for the Cardinals at this point. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, tell me the Easy. good time. <laughs> Easy. How do y'all think uh, it shapes out at the end? What's uh, who do you think are the three teams that that make it into the central? Um, if you had to, if you had to pick today, if I had to pick today, I'd probably obviously I, I think the Phillies are going to be almost a lock through mm-hmm. the rest of the year. I like the Giants, and I think they have the pitching to do really well in the playoffs. But I don't know. I feel like if any team's going to collapse, it could be the Giants and fall out. Um, I don't know. I, I would like to see Miami also jump back in just to get Me another NL East team, and I'm sure yeah, James would like that. Um, Give me something to root for. <laughs> yeah, I th- okay, so I think at the end, I think it's Phillies, um, Phillies, Cubs, Marlins is my bet on the wild card. Nice. Okay, what you think? I, t- I want to put the Marlins in there so bad. But I think I think it's Phillies, Cubs, and Brewers. In the wild card, wait. So yeah. who wins the who wins the central? The Reds. Sorry, Phillies. Sorry, Phillies, <laughs> Brewers. Because I, I think I think the Cubs won the division. Ooh. Really, they're three games back right now. Yeah, just but for that's, reference. That's that's, that's yeah. Brewers, Brewers will go cold or something like that because. But the only thing that scares me about that is I, maybe the Cubs are getting hot at the wrong time. Yeah, getting hot like, a little too early. Yeah, but if they can, if they like I said, man, they it seems like every other like Morel hit that walk off the other night. And that was electric. Yeah, that was. They got they got good starting pitching. Um, 
with Hendricks, um, Steele, and then who's because uh, I just thought Strom's not coming back. They got Talion. Yeah, but I take that back because I forgot Strom was not coming back. Yeah, that changes your your vote. Yeah, okay. I I just looked up. So the Cubs have the easiest remaining schedule for the rest of the season. Mm. Um, Where are the Brewers at? The Brewers have the 22nd. So they're about in the middle. Um, Still MLB teams. Top 10. But the Giants have the sixth hardest. Yeah. Giants Giants aren't even in my discussion. After watching them against the Braves, their lineup. Yeah, honestly. They look bad against the Rays, too. Yeah. Yeah. Their lineup's just not there. And other than Logan Webb, and Duvall didn't look great today, even though he threw two innings. Yeah. Acuna's having um, to run all over. But, I mean, the Giants are 3-7 and seven in the last 10. So, they're yeah. not. And I just – I can't stand it, Kepler, so. <laughs> Where are the Marlins on that list? Marlins if he, have if he goes out with a, with a medium shirt with his sleeves rolled up one more time. <laughs> hey, he's all business. Man's got, man's got hand tattoos. What a loser. <laughs> Oh man! So then, yeah. where does it shape up? Okay, so sorry. who wins the yeah, central, and then who are the three? So okay, I got Cubs winning the central. Still? Yeah, still. Because I, I oh. like I, I know I said Stroman, but I, I, I've thought about it. I think Stroman doesn't really. I mean, he would help a ton, but because they got Tyone and then the young kid, not Assad, he moved to the bullpen, right? No, he started last week. Yeah, he, yeah, he started a couple days ago too. And I think he, I think he's starting tomorrow too. James, who'd you or pick Monday? up? I picked up a side. Oh, I'm just listen. I don't even know. I'm drunk. <laughs> um, I yeah, picked I him up. Th- and I, think I still think Thomas the Cubs got it because yeah. with with their lineup, it's a better lineup than the Brewers have. Because I, I agree with dude, that. I love I love Willie Thomas as a person, but he's not he's not cutting yeah. cutting it right now. I mean. When you actually think about it, all they have—I mean, they have more—but Yelich is the only one that stands out to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they I mean, get a lot Therese. of young guys. Yeah, yeah the Terrain kid, Santana. Ooh, Santana. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still think they're going to get. I think they're going to be the top wild card spot in the yeah. NL. So you think they? Yeah. So you, you still think the Cubs take over first place? I do. That's a hot take. I like it. And then I Brewers, like Phillies, Phillies might have the top spot. So I take that back again. So it's okay. Phillies, Brewers. I'm I'm only thinking NL Central. That was a loaded question. Jeez. Phillies, Brewers. It's our podcast. Do you want Screw us it. to list the who's in it right no, now? I'm going. I'm going. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go hot right now. Screw it. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are going to get hot. They're going to get the third spot. Ooh. Oh, okay. Okay. Only one game back right now. I got it's possible. I have the Phillies. I also have the Giants falling out. Um, I think Phillies, Cubs, and Arizona. Mm. I think I think the Marlins just miss it. Don't say that to me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, just, ah. I don't I don't see enough from their hitters from from the lineup to really dethrone somebody. And they traded like, their best player in their whole organization, Khalil Watson. I will say the hitters that we added have been on fire. Yeah, Jake Berger, Berger Josh Bell, yeah. Babe Ruth. I still think our biggest problem, I say this every podcast, I feel, is our bullpen. Dave Robinson yeah. blew another save. I don't know why we brought him out in the ninth or the eighth. Yikes. But, Yikes. but that's not the point. 
The, Re- um, the Revs actually have the 27th easiest strength of schedule too, so they're right really? there. I don't. I wouldn't put them, but I, I went. I went. I went. Yeah. Down back. I think they'll fall off. They're, James, they're a little cheers. young. Uh, I'd probably still have the Phillies in there, just with their lineup and what they did last year, and just what they're capable of. I have them as number one. Um, I think I agree with y'all with San Fran with them three and seven the last ten. Um, only having a half game jump on the Cubs, Arizona, Cincy, and Miami. Um, I do see them falling out. I see them just missing it. I do see Cubs at two. I see the Milwaukee winning the division. Um. I, I think Cincinnati falls, and I'll, and I'll throw Miami as number three. Maybe maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe they'll get that little step. Yeah. But You've had hope for all these years. Just keep it going, buddy. Please. I'm, I'm yeah. Loyalty, baby. Hey, y'all made yeah. it in 2020, man. Hey. So, and they got we'll Yeah, and the Rays made it to World Series, you know? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't count. The Rays had a 15-inning game that yeah. I wasted my life over last year. 2021. Oh, whatever. 2022. <laughs> 2022, yeah. I was Jumping over to the AL, we got the uh, Baltimore Orioles have a three-game lead on Tampa. Um, Toronto's eight and a half back in the East. (laughs) Sheesh. Um, And then Texas and Houston are two and a half games separated, and Seattle is only three games back of the West. So I think that's a hot topic that we we should jump into. Because they they did basically what not, and not to the same extent, but basically what uh, Brewer, uh, yeah, Brewers did last year, trading their closer. But they, they've been hot ever since that trade. You're Bender, baby. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if I see them making the full jump for the division, but I definitely think oh, they yeah, no. make a wild card spot. Yeah, no, nah, I don't see. Them. I think. Yeah. I, I think Houston is too much of a big brother to let that happen. So yeah, yeah. and Texas, mm-hmm. and Texas, but historically Houston's just kind of Bleep beat up on the Texas. Mariners. I mean, <laughs> even if Houston does take the division, Texans are making the wild card. So one of those the Texans, yeah, Houston Texans, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, Deshaun Watson's almost back. <laughs> it yeah. massage massage parlor. Yeah. Anyways, hey, don't believe it. Yeah, who, I mean, looking who, at their last ten. The Mariners are seven and three, but in their last ten, the both Texas and Houston are four and six. So they're getting hot at the right time, while the other teams in the division are falling off. And I hate to say it, but the Angels are also four and six and are now eleven and a half games back of the division. Yeah, beautiful. How does, how does Shohei Otani hit a grand slam? Your rookie gets his first career hit. You turn a triple play. In the ninth inning, and you lose. Tell me that's not Anaheim baseball. Welcome to the Angels, baby. My gosh. Ain't no Angels in the outfield this year. <laughs> no Angels in that outfield, that's for sure. So, Thomas, hey, who's your three? In the, the in the AL, let me look at the wild card. Hold on. I'll say, yeah, tell, me, tell me the people. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so current wild card picture, we've got Tampa with a half-game lead. The Nationals are in the lead. <laughs> Um, Tampa has a five-game lead. Tampa has a five-game lead. I read it wrong. Uh, Houston has a half-game lead. Seattle's a lock. Toronto's a half-game back. Boston's three games back. And the Angels are eight-and-a-half back. If the the Red Sox play the Yankees every game, they'll go in. (laughs) 
Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, the Yankees are nine games back. Yeah. Did y'all see that stat about Julio, Julio? Speaking of the ALS, Julio Rodriguez having like 17 hits and the Yankees having the same amount in four games? Yep. In the last four games? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know this isn't on our list, but did y'all see that former minor leaguer come out and like just demolish the Yankees? Yeah, I did see that. Like what? 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 Stupidity! You don't get points if you if you don't hit ninety five miles per hour. Luis Ruiz would have negative thirty seven points, like, <laughs> and he's leading. Like, like I, I get to an extent. Like you want to hit the ball hard, mm-hmm. whatever, but. I mean, especially with the shifts, man. I can't tell you how many times I watched a little blooper, like a little blooper, go through the infield because the shift. I know it's not all the way this year, but yeah. still, you're moving players. Yep. Which I like. I mean, I understand it. Yeah, I think they just jumped in too hot on the analytical side, yeah. and it just kind of bit them in the butt. They kind of avoided baseball, which is yeah. it's surprising for a Yankees esque yeah. organization to yeah to Especially go that with far, that right field wall man they should just be adding lefties like yeah heck bring chris davis back see what he can do jeez jeez bring gallo back oh yeah, well <laughs> i saw something i saw something that it was uh with gallo their record was like yeah, 110 and 40 and since they've yeah. traded him or dropped him whatever they're uh, way they were like 40 and 100 it was yeah. ridiculous that's just the missing piece. Yeah. Okay. AOS. Uh, anyways, for our ADD here. Yeah. AOS. Wild card. Wild card. I think. I think Tampa's a lock at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely. Up. I got to give Houston a spot, and then I'm. I. Honestly, I like what it is right now. I I would stick with Seattle. So you got Texas winning the division. I think Texas wins the division. Yes. Okay. With their lineup and their pitching, especially the guys they picked up at the deadline to add, I think they win the division. Okay, I like that. So yeah, I got how many games? How many games in the division is Houston back? I know you said, but two and a half. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was close. I don't, I don't see Texas going two and a half this this late in the season because, like you said, pickups they had because Scherzer's going to get like. He yeah. plays up all the time. I've re- I've always liked the Montgomery kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'm not kidding anymore, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, okay. Tex went in. So Houston has the top spot. Tampa has a top spot. But I'm I'm. This is my prediction. Oh, this is your. Have you ever sorry, heard sorry, of it? Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm reading. I'm my 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 globe. Sorry, about Dan Plesac. <laughs> I just really don't want to put Tampa, but Tampa second. Even with you know, even with the you know controversy, Nations. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegations, accusations. Yeah, that's what it is. False accusations <laughs> might not be false. Anyways, who's it? Okay, last question. Who's in it right now? The top three. Right now, top three is Tampa, Houston, Seattle, which was also See, my top three. I know, and I don't then. Wanna... Toronto's a half game back, and Boston's three games back. Screw it, I'll put I'll put Boston in there. Really? I don't want to, but I just don't want to do the same as you. What's their schedule? Did you look that up? Boston you could have put has, Toronto in there. Boston has a. You put Boston over game. Toronto? Yeah, they lost. Bobuchet's not really. He's. I don't think he's like fully healthy. 
with the knee thing. He came back and homered. Um, I mean, Liam, I could homer in 160 bats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think they. Barrios has had a good year, but I've, I've had, had a great I've had, year. I've had faith in him every single year. Even back, even back with Minnesota Twins, I, I've had faith in that kid, and he has he has nope. just screwed me over every year in fantasy. Mm. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll put balls. I'll put balls to get hot. You put them in the three. Yeah. Ooh. Over who? Over the Mariners. Yeah. Over mm-hmm. Mariners and Toronto. Ooh, it's an interesting I, take. I, I have them over Toronto too. Um, I don't believe in in the Blue Jays, honestly. Um, after Gosman, I think their starting pitching is very iffy. Um, I, I like the I like the back of their bullpen. Obviously, with with Hicks and Romano is good, but they're another team that kind of surprises me, like the White Sox with with a lineup that is just very you know on paper looks great. They just don't, don't seem perform. to perform very no. well. Um, I I don't know what it is. Um, but but yeah. But Boston does have the hardest schedule for the rest of the yeah. season. Mm. Uh, because they play... Well, I was trying to say it, but you're speaking over me. <laughs> um, I'm always over you, buddy. <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah, Boston, I, I, I have more faith in them over the Blue Jays, but I, I still have the Mariners uh, in the third spot. Hot Boring. take. I also think the Mariners, if they make it, could make a push for the uh, World Series. They, they really have. They their starting pitching is yeah, just so dominant, and now we can really now we're really seeing what that offense can do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, their offense is built around not just one player. Uh, I mean, Julio is probably like the spark of that team, and obviously now that he's getting hot. That the uh, the teams are looking good, but I mean they got a good mixture of bat to ball skills and mm-hmm. some power with Eugenio, Kyle Raleigh, yeah, um, all that kind NC of stuff. Boy. Yeah, so um, and then I think Munoz is very capable of being a good mm-hmm. closer. Hundred um, percent. Now he the past couple of days he's, he's been uh, eighth inning, eighth, eighth inning, he the eighth inning today. Kale, what you think about that? Don't care. <laughs> Who who closed it? Flexen was it? Chris Flexen? Uh, it was um, it was one of the new guys. I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's my take. So who's your top three then? Harris for the wild card. Oh, the Rays one, Astros two, Mariners three. Oh, no worries. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would let. Like, I would. I wouldn't be shocked if, if <laughs> the Red Sox made Didn't it. Just, but just I don't think. I still think the Mariners still edge them out. Especially with the Red Sox having the hardest schedule. So boring. Yeah. We're here for hot James, takes. Games, James, give us some hot takes, James. Oh, 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 I got some in the city. Angels win the World Series. <laughs> Angels make the hottest run. It was Gabe Tampa misses the playoffs. <laughs> Gabe Spear who got the save for the Mariners. I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. But, so for my standings, I do have, I'll have the Rays even with... Yeah, I'll still have the Rays with five games up. I don't think they're even going to get out of the playoffs, even if they go down the third. Um, I do see Houston taking over and winning the division. But I do really? see Texas Rangers still making it. I feel like they'll just swip spots. Um, and I don't see, like what Casey said, with their tough division. And their pitching, I don't see them 
I mean, Sale, he came out strong. He's kind of struggling now. Other than that, I got what Crawford. I don't see anything happening Pavetta. there. Pavetta is not bad. Bello. Bello. Um, I just don't see that having them having that push. Um, Toronto, I think they'll flunk like it did last year. And I do have Seattle as my three if they make it. Or if Tampa falls down. But those are my three. Tampa, Texas, Seattle. I see Houston winning that division. You're welcome, okay. fans. I give you the hot takes. Bang that trash do, can. I do what it takes. I'm not scared of being wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong every day. <laughs> Can we talk about it now? Can we talk about it now? Go for it. Oh, thank go. God. Speaking of Little League World Series, <laughs> it's not a fun, it's not a laughing matter. Oh Serious. Wanda Franco, Franco, Bonco. Oh. Who cares? You know, <laughs> he's gone. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't see, I don't see a way unless the allegations are false. Hey, hey, hot take here in reverse. Bauer and Franco take over Japan. Yeah. MVP, <laughs> MVP and Cy Young. Oh, Bauer throws 130 pitches and like, go kill seven and for, for the next 30 years. But oh, yeah, my goodness. I, we've talked about this a lot off camera. And mm-hmm. like, so I, I'm a big person. I don't believe this, but like, I try mm-hmm. to like 100%. I try to like see every angle. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because I believe, I firmly believe anything that happens in this world, it can happen to anybody. I'll never say, oh, what a piece of crap or anything like that. But in a culture, I get it. But you are in the Major League Baseball making millions, millions, and millions of dollars. I don't, and especially today with with social media and all this crap, Hmm. like what what goes to a person's head to think they can get away with anything? I mean, there's, there's zero privacy in this world. No. And... And to be 14 years old, yes, I know she's like on social media and like has been, has allegedly been with other higher ups in the like rap community, all that stuff. I just, Lee, don't you dare. <laughs> He's married. Oh, yeah. He's so it was Franco with two kids. <laughs> yeah. With two kids. <laughs> yeah. At least, uh, at least Cunha is, you know, smart enough to, nah, I'll keep, I'll shut up. <laughs> but like, I, I just, I don't understand the stu- the stupidity of it, of of yeah. just a, just, just the risk. Let, I mean, even even I I don't understand cheating in in general. Yep. But because I I couldn't do it. But I don't know what y'all's takes on it. I don't have much to say. I mean, it, I kind say of it. agree with you to a T, Kale. I mean, it's it's. I'm a genius. Sad to see, but also like, you know, he's got to be held accountable for his actions. Yeah. He also should have known going into whatever it was. And, and you know, there's been also secondary stuff of like, you know, she wasn't actually just 14, um, that kind of thing. So we don't know until we know the facts, but mm-hmm. it seeing all the tweets and things of like saying like Wanda Franco is very, very likely to never play in Major League Baseball again is kind of... Lead me sure. to believe that it's a little more true, especially if there's yeah. other women coming out about it. So, and yeah, cheating and on your just, wife with two kids as yeah, well—that's that's tough that's enough for me. But ridiculous. like, like, like I've said before, 
that's immoral, not illegal. If she's right. of age and everything, and just to just to be completely real, I don't like you might have to edit this out, but like all the women that you can have in that position, like just with the money and the fame, yeah, mm-hmm. like he that dude could have anybody he wants, right? Maybe so anybody. I, excuse me. Like I said, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in cheating. I don't believe in you know premarital sex or anything like that, mm-hmm. but. In this world that we live in, it happens. Yeah, like just like go with somebody. I mean, have thirty girls that are ni- like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, and two. The the biggest thing for me is like the the kid's only twenty two years old. You know what I mean? Like, right make, but you've also been in the big leagues and you've basically been an adult since you're seventeen. Right. So not the big leagues, but you've been a professional since you were seventeen. Yeah. So you can't tell me he he didn't know he was doing wrong. Right. All right, Casey. Casey. N- Wander's number one fan. Bring Resident Race fan yeah. here. I'm going to lead off with saying I should have bought Yanni Diaz jersey. Yeah, you can sell it for like, you know, 14 cents. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Thomas, just mute me. Just mute me. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be able anyway, to stop. <laughs> so so I went, with, I went with Diaz, or I went with Franco because he signed the bid-long contract. Now in Rays, guys, we never keep guys longer than two years. Diaz wasn't extended or anything, so the whole, I just went with the money and went with the secure thing, I thought. <laughs> Obviously, uh, getting a guy for, for 11 years. Anyways. Brutal. The thoughts. There's there's a lot of speculations going on. We don't know any facts. Um, Guys, real quick, POV of uh, Juan Franco in the Tampa Bay Rays lineup. Not there. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there's a lot of speculations. We don't know. A lot of facts, obviously. There's speculations coming out saying that there's another woman that's uh, spoken out, saying that she's 17, that had the same relationships with him. Um, there's also uh, conversations saying that they have been together ever since she was nine years old. So what I mentioned before in uh, earlier podcasts could be correct about her, uh, him and her being together at, at nine years old. Again, speculation. Um there, there's a lot of things going on saying, obviously, with like the whole Dominican Republic, uh, there's a lot of um, speculation. And, and it kind of also mentioned about Albert Pujols. When he came over to um, America, they thought he was 19 when he was actually 25. Um, oh, wow. Because of like documentation over there is sometimes not, um, is not, can get thrown away or who knows. So there's going to be, there's an even tougher time of proving how old she really is. Um, again, I mean, to, to both of y'all's point, uh, it should have been a, a no-go from the get-go, right? Mm-hmm. So that hit the kind of rhymes. Oh, well, kind of fire. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, that that's that's the end to it. Uh, I hate to see it from, from a guy that has such a great, um, a big... Uh, <laughs> Future. Yeah, it has such a great future ahead of them. Always looking um, into the future, you know what I'm saying? 
And, yeah. And so, but since then, you know, we've made some, some moves from our minor leagues with those Levis Basabi. He's been doing pretty good over there. Dog. Um, and then Curtis Mead, we've also brought him up. He's been producing as well. Um, since this has all happened, I, it, it doesn't look like the, the Rays have really um, struggled without him, which is actually maybe uh, obviously t- to the point of beginning earlier in the season with the whole negativity in the clubhouse and everything. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe uh, it, it could have it could benefit the Rays as much as I hate to say that. You never want to see anything bad happen to any any uh, star in the MLB, you know. But from a Rays fan and a Rays perspective, just looking um, in the future, maybe it turns yeah, out to be a better, a better yeah. thing for, for the organization in a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that's it's, it's a bad situation all around. But yeah. just trying to look yeah. at certain positives. Yeah, I mean, especially if if he was a toxic teammate and a negative influence in the clubhouse like it could definitely mm-hmm. boost morale and kind of say well now we we don't have this guy riding on our shoulders type thing could definitely be a good thing for the Rays. so yeah interested to see how y'all finish out mm-hmm. Hi, WS. still yeah. don't care don't care <laughs> braves in seven Braves if, it's a, if it's a what 47, if it's a 70, <laughs> it's a 47, uh, just forget it. Yeah. Speak um, English. English. Go, I know go. what I want to say. I can't get it out. <laughs> um, Dyslexia is a real thing, guys. I want to jump in and kind of piggyback on going back to the AL playoff picture. Get you guys' take on the Angels front office. Because obviously... They went out and added a bunch at the deadline, and now they're sitting at eight and a half games back from a wild card spot. Yeah. So, do you think keeping Otani and adding was the wisest decision in hindsight, as opposed to trading him and getting a good return and still having a chance to re-sign him in free agency? Don't go first this time. Um, from my standpoint, as a as a from a business perspective. I would say that they should have traded him because they'll get, like Thomas said, they'll get ton in return. Because um, now I don't see them signing Otani. I mean, they could, but I just don't see him coming back to what he just had last season or this season. Um, as a as a from a business perspective, like I said, if they would have sold him, they could have got prospects out the wazoo. And they could they have could got, have gotten MLB ready talent. Exactly. So I think selling him at the deadline because you're not going to sign him and Trout. <laughs> that's not going to happen. But Selling him at the deadline should have been something they should have done because now they're stuck. Now they have mm-hmm. all these vets that they signed at the offseason that didn't pan out. Yep. So now you're just going to lose Otani to a huge market team and get nothing in return. So you're right yep. back where you started. But my response to that is, say they were doing good mm-hmm. and that they were in a playoff picture, would you be sitting here and saying the same thing? Yes. Because I don't see the Angels beating the Braves. <laughs> Because even if if for them adding at the deadline, yeah, they added a ton of hitters. They really didn't add pitching. I mean, they have Otani. Yeah, they got Giolito, but Giolito, he hasn't had, he hasn't looked sharp with the Angels. And then behind him is Anderson and Patrick Sandoval, Detmers. Detmers. So I mean, a lot of mid guys, not really someone to push you over the edge, but yeah. 
I mean, if they're in the playoff picture, maybe, but I just don't see the mm-hmm. Angels as a strong team to make a huge push, even with Trout staying on the IL for yeah. some time for this year. So I just, I think as from a business perspective, you should have sold them and got a ton of pieces and then think about mm-hmm. for next year. Yeah. That's my stand on it. I think I see where they're going because I think their mindset was solely on Otani in a way of we want to prove to him, we want to show him we're not trying to waste you. Uh, we we want to try and put the, the best pieces out there. We want to make a push for you. So I I am 100% okay with them doing that. Now, with that risk, there comes a little bit of, obviously now that we see, um, they're going to struggle for, for a long time now, again. Um, so they could have really made a really big step forward for the next 10 years, or like they did, they, they kind of put a Band-Aid over it this year, I guess okay. you could say, and just kind of said, you know what, let's show him, um, let's show Shohei. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just on it tonight. Um, <laughs> show Shohei how how committed we are to him, and maybe, and maybe Shohei really um, appreciates that, and he'll Royal. take it into consideration Coming into the uh, um, after the season and just say, you know what, they're yeah, they they were loyal to me, um, and and maybe that's I mean, Shohei seems to be a very loyal, very yes. down to earth guy, mm-hmm. so maybe that goes a long way f- for him and the organization. I mean, so maybe, maybe they got a plan. Maybe they will resign him. No, no. Maybe I think. I, I would agree with everything you just said about Shohei. Like, I definitely think he seems like a loyal guy. Seems like um, he would show – he's very respectful, obviously, just Japanese culture in general. Um, but I think I think above all, he wants to win. And over the past six years he's been in this league, they haven't done that, and they haven't I – think, I think if the Angels wanted to keep him, they should have done something two years ago to say, all right, we're going to compete because – he hasn't sniffed the playoffs since he's been in the major leagues. So, in look, my opinion, look at him at, him at the uh, World Baseball Classic. He exactly, was having a blast. He's having a blast. His hair was on fire. He was just playing yep. with his entire heart. So, exactly. Yeah, I think he's he's just a competitor and he wants to win. Which I mean, I don't blame him. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it is about the Angels. They're just like a cursed franchise. They just can have the biggest guys and just not figure it out. But that being said, you know, it takes more than two guys to win a baseball game. Um, in my opinion, and you guys know this, I was on the trade Shohei train kind of from the beginning. Um, I like, and like I said, at, at on our deadline um, episode, like I respect it. I respect them saying like, all right, we're going to try it. We're going to see we're close enough. They were, I think they were at that point, they were maybe four games back of the wild card. Um, so like, I really respected them saying, all right, we're committed. We're going to go for it. Um, but with that, I do think they should have traded them mainly because of what you said, Casey of like, now they're just kind of stuck for the next few years and they don't really have anything in return for them. In my opinion, their best their best move to keep or to get Shohei in free agency would have been to trade him for big pieces, get good return, and say, look, we're not going to be good this year. We're not going to go for it this year. But we're going to have pieces next year that if you come back, 
we will have added to this team, gotten better, yep. and can add you back to this team and win a championship. Yep. That should have been the pitch from the start. They should have been completely honest and open with him. Do I think it, he, he still could sign somewhere else? Absolutely, but they're going to be better off for it. Yep. So, and I know I'm not a general manager. I know things don't work 100% like that, but I think that that for his perspective like and with his respectful character and with him being loyal, like I think he would have respected that and said, they're going to let me go out here and compete with a team that's going to give my team a better chance to win in the next few years that I can come yeah. back and play with. But that's my take. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I'm glad you added it. Like, cause that all sounds good, but it's also a reality of that just doesn't happen. Right. Um, okay. So I've got two points. My first one is, I don't think as a general manager you can be the guy that trades Shohei Otani. I know that's <laughs> not stupid, but like, you it's it's it it's hard to be that guy. Yep. My second point is Artie Moreno, the owner. He ever since he's gotten the team, and this is just me. He has done nothing to actually try to get wins. He's done everything to try to get ticket sales and money. Because going back to when he first got it, like, as much as I love Josh Hamilton, I love our pools. He signed those two guys for kajillion dollars and CJ Wilson. Like, big-name guys who just weren't worth the money, but they were – everybody knew who they were. And I feel like that's what he did this year. Yeah. I feel like that's what he did this year with, okay, let's just make it look like we're trying. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. Michael Stockis isn't going to put you up top. Um, who's other, like, bar, you know. yeah, as far as depth, you know, and I, as much as like, no. I, I look at G Lito as a small market, like, he, he belongs to a small market, yeah, because when he was coming up with the nationals, they were that was when they were pretty hot with Bryce Harper, you know, they were they were good, yeah, and he crapped the bed. And then when he goes to Chicago, nobody really watched Chicago, nobody cares about them, so he pitched good. And then when he goes to a, a quote-unquote contender, now now we're seeing who he really is again. He's not pitching that well. So I don't <laughs> think he's built for the, the limelight. And and that's again, like I know I don't I know I don't know what I'm talking about, but um I just you, I, when I, you say when you say small market, do you mean like low budget or not competitive? Not competitive. I think I think he I think he'd be a Cy Young contender on the Kansas City Royals. I mean I think like if there's if there's any bit of pressure, he he hasn't proved that he can do anything with it. Um, because he was the number one prospect in the league and he never lived up to it. And he gets traded to, and yeah, he changes mechanics, all that crap. I get it, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that he doesn't work hard and try. I'm not saying that, but some people just aren't built for the spotlight and pressure. Um, yeah, and it's not and Chevy Otani. Right, and I'm and I'm really not trying to take away from G- Lucas Giolito. I'm just saying what I've seen throughout the years, and as an organization, I am trying to take away from Artem Marino because I think he's a scumbag. But biggest biggest thing is like in the contract because when they were with Anaheim, they signed a contract. The city paid for everything, the the new stadium, everything, but they could they couldn't take away the name of Anaheim. They had to be the Anaheim Angels. Well, he moves into L.A and makes them the L.A. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So technically, he didn't break the contract, but he broke the contract. 
you know, like he found a loophole and he yeah. just want money because LA was a bigger money money pit. He's just a, I mean, he's just a money hungry owner. Um, and I've read somewhere where well, he might sell. So I hope, I so. hope he sells for Mike Trout's mm-hmm. case. But yeah, speaking that's my, on that's my tip talk. Angels, speaking on the Angels, um, how do y'all feel about them speeding up the process with a lot of their big name minor leaguers? Do you think it's do you like it? Plan, do, you, do you not like it? Yeah, I'm not big on it, honestly. I mean, how good is their farm system? It's, it's not, the not, yeah, not that good. But, but so I mean, in the, That's... in the past year, they have brought up—is it four now, guys? Within yeah, the past two years of being drafted, because they brought up Ben Joyce, Zach Neto. Um, who's who's? Is there only three? When they're long, the guy they just brought up. Yeah, I don't know okay. his name, but I know you're talking about first baseman. Came from FAU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he literally got drafted two months ago. Yeah, six yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Less than 18, 18 games, yeah. Which minors. is wild. I mean, he slashed, Which, what, three Before the draft, a lot of people were saying, I read this in a couple articles, but a lot yeah, of people most, were saying he was, the, he was the most MLB ready hitter in the mm-hmm. draft. But right. I don't know. He, I mean, I guess they liked what they decent. saw. And so. He looked pretty decent against the race. I mean, I think Nolan, he has. I think he Nolan Shallow. Shallow. Yeah, like I, I, I'm yeah. all for bringing up guys, you know, early. But just there's a the point in time practice. where you know it just it just gets desperate. Yeah, I think it's it's either it's either desperate or, uh, I, I mean, in my opinion, it's only weird if it doesn't work, kind of thing. And right. like when they first brought up Neto, he was kind of struggled for a little bit but then he he got hot pretty quick um so i mean in my opinion i think i i honestly don't like when teams keep their prospects like the race keeping their prospects down for so long but also you got to look at you know who's who's their competition up top you know when you're coming through you're, you're looking at you know org charts and things like that you know the angels really didn't have a lot of competition right. up top in most of these positions that they're bringing yeah. these guys up in. So I think that could play a big role in it. And then they're just trying to, like you said, maybe get butts in seats and say like, Oh, new prospects. Let's go see these guys kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to, like to your, to your point of them being desperate. Um, the first night uh, that they played the race, not, not yesterday, but the day before. Uh, so Friday night they played the race. Um, it, it went to like the tenth inning. Obviously, they still had their closer in there, who hasn't been the same uh, Estevas at the very beginning of the season at all. It's Thomas um, yeah, so good <laughs> move, Thomas. But um, but it just really showed they had a game Friday night, knowing that they had a doubleheader the next day, mm-hmm. and they're keeping a closer in for for two innings that hasn't gone two innings for the whole season it just to your point just really shows that they are like throwing all chips in the table they are borrowing money from their guy next to them and saying hey can we bet can we use your money to bet on this game um it's just really like they are just throwing it all in there with no sense of like knowing what they're doing just saying we got to get a win we got to get a win we got to get hot somehow so but yeah. yeah Sure. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I mean, 
I guess we'll we'll see how it pans out, but I don't think I going back to the Shohei thing, I don't think that looks good for him to see this guy these guys haven't played in the minor leagues for a year. Like why are they already here? That kind of thing. So I th- I think it just adds to the case that he's definitely not coming back in free agency. But anyways. Anything Where is he else going on it's not going. Ooh. I don't think he goes to East Coast. Early predictions. Yeah, Early just, predictions. Well, yeah, only, he probably doesn't want the taxes. The only place I see him possibly going, because I mean, it was, and I'm going back to his teams that he wanted when he came over here, was Seattle. Seattle was a big one. That was exactly what I was going to say. So, in the chant at the uh, All Star game, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be yeah. crazy. I'd love to see him in that'd Seattle. That'd be huge for Seattle yeah. too. That might be, yeah. Bu- especially especially if they make either a wild card or if they come back and win the division. <laughs> Don't start to curse now. Yeah. Sheesh, you heathen. Yeah. Water Frank is the, only, the first jersey I've ever bought in my life. And look at what happened. So. Yeah, Never yeah. again. Don't buy one of those. <laughs> Close. Kale yeah. saying, I, I would agree with Kale. I think, I think Mariners is probably – the most likely. I don't think they might not give him the best, like highest offer, but I think that's the most likely for fit. A team that's going to be good for a while, then and yeah. a nice play to actually, like, I mean, live of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I would agree with what Kale exactly said of him not wanting to be East Coast, mainly because of the proximity to Japan for family and things like that. So I mean, what's the next the Dodge four hours? Didn't really make whatever. So the Dodgers didn't really make a lot of moves, so I mean they're they're loading up for him. Yeah, I would say they're yeah. loading up to make a huge offer, but I don't know if mm-hmm. he wants to play in LA. I don't know if like the taxes or going to play in LA, blah blah blah. That he's, already playing it. he's already playing in LA. Mariners but... would be nice. I don't think he goes to the Yankees. Everyone hates the Yankees. No. Um, I think the Mets will try, but I don't think he'll go there. God. If he comes to the Mets, maybe what careers go to die. That's like maybe Boston with a short porch. That'd be nice. I think I think Philly's a sleeper team. Philly's a sleeper team for a time. Gosh, I guess mm. Philly's will be pissed. Maybe. Mm. Boston would be a sleeper. Philly would be a yeah. sleeper. Yeah, they, they, Braves, I mean, they have to. They, they, they have to send Boston possibly Boston, to, to match him up with uh, with Yoshida. Uh, Yoshida, yeah. That's racist. <laughs> or maybe that's go, not racist. They're teammates. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they were teammates in the WBC, or like yeah. in case they go to the Mets for with uh, Senga. Match yeah. up them too. That'd be nice. Yeah, teammates. But I just don't see yeah, but they're not competing. So yeah, they're twenty twenty six. I'll say one thing that I can pretty much guarantee: I don't even think the Braves make him an offer. Zero no chance. shot. Hundred percent sure. With what they are going to be, Kyle's going to be might. pissed at me. But if we give him an offer and we don't sign Max Fried, I'll be pissed. If we land show, I would I would one hundred percent take Shohei over Max Fried. Of course you would. Zero loyalty. Go go for, I know, go for zero the zero loyalty. But you no get two, you get yeah, two players in one. <laughs> hey, he could go there too. Never know. Hey, he could. Yeah, so could I. Could. Match up with Fujinami again. Oh my god! What what's another Anyways. Japanese player in the league? Goodness gracious! Let's bring let's bring to knock back. Thank you, Matsu. Yeah. Yeah, Gazia. Anyways, 
Anyways, who's well, uh, who's that Kawasaki guy for the Blue Jays? His I know last name might not but, have been a Kawasaki. But then, uh, <laughs> Nah, it's like it's like it's like Kawasaki, yeah. Yes, it's, it's something he, like that. He yeah. does. Oh, the, like banana. Yeah, yeah like banana, that dude. Yeah. Uh, funny guy. I don't even think that guy's in the league. Are you with cramps? No, no he's banana. Monkey, no cramps. Monkey never cramp because monkey eat banana. Oh man, we're canceled. Anyways, um. You guys want to do a quick playoff picture for the Sunday league and then hop off of here? Yeah. Oh yeah. Please. Oh, and then right. God. God. All right. <laughs> Currently in first place, we have James Peeler at thirteen and five. <laughs> Tied for first bit. place is the blooper ratios. Also thirteen and five, but I'm playing James this week. So wait, you're not tied with me. James is gonna be up. Oh. So it'll be James is the one seed, Thomas is the two seed. Um Three seed will be a toss-up between Casey and Kale. And then the bottom two are the guys that aren't on here. Our buddy K, our buddy Chance, and then the ghost, Ethan, who hasn't checked his team since week our three. Our good friend Chance, and then, you know, just kidding, Ethan. <laughs> our good buddy Chance is in dental school who doesn't have the time to be on yeah, the podcast. He's fighting for his life, and he's having a kid. Fighting for his life. His wife's <laughs> he's, pregnant. He's not going to be friends with us. Doing everything. Yeah. He's an adult. Yeah. He's grown up for all. all of this. Yeah, facts. He's yeah. looking at teeth. He's the adult of the friend I'm group. Him. Yeah, not like uh, I'm married and Casey's engaged. Anyways, but and I'm engaged. Don't care. Yeah. So I'm I'm so ready. I'm so single and so ready to mingle. <laughs> slide our DMs kidding. if you want to join Just the Sunday league. Slide our DMs if you want please, to date. Kale. Please do not. Just um, kidding. You wouldn't want to. So. So, anyways, currently we've got Casey's ten and eight, or will be eleven and eight after this week, and then Kale will be uh, nine and ten. So that puts them within two games of each other. Casey's next two games are against me and against James, two higher seeded teams. Um, and then Kale, who's your next two games? James and Chance. James and Chance. So if I'm gonna beat James. Big if. If Kale wins out the next two weeks and Jay- and Casey loses, they tie. Oh, and Kale would probably yeah, you, you have 37 more, more th- things. <laughs> so if they went out, if Kale well, wins out, sweet. he would potentially be able to get the third seed from Casey if he has enough points. So it will come down to total points, which they will yes. both probably have more total points than me, and yet I will still be above that. Right. Anyways. Casey has, what, 300 points higher than Kale? Uh, currently. Oh, don't don't you even dare say four. Uh, it is, yeah, right at 300. And I think and Casey K- scored a little bit more, so it might be like three. And uh, Kale has 300 more than I do. And I have six per <laughs> five more wins. <laughs> Anyways, that's just that's just what good GMs do, Kale. Sorry. Hey, yeah, basically, you're, you're typically Ray. I get it. Hey, you're gonna start rooting for them now. Hey, small ball wins championships. <laughs> hey, I might. I'll fill out an application. Anyways, but that's the current picture. Uh, our playoffs are top two seeds get a buy. The bottom four will play each other, and then from there, the lower-seeded team will play James because he's pretty much a lock at the one seed now. 
unless he loses out and I went out. Um, and then the higher seed will play me. And then beyond there, we'll see what happens in the championship. It's a lose-lose for me because I hate both of you <laughs> as fantasy owners. Great, great friends. Love you to death. But hate you as fantasy owners. For context, Kale treats a fantasy team like it is a real-life team and yeah. like um, these players have feelings and care what he does with them. Yeah. No. That's what fourth have, place will get you. I have feelings. <laughs> and I'm freaking genius. So. Anyways, um, y'all got any more comments on that? Yeah, y'all are the worst. Can't wait till the playoffs. Can't wait for playoffs. 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 It's going to be a good way to We can't win games. Playoffs. 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 I think last time we, we spoke about the, the league, uh, I was on like a seven-game losing streak, so it's good to finally be back in the league. He won. He beat Casper. He beat Casper. I think he scored 112 points. <laughs> you still won? Uh, and then you beat like Chance this week. So, <laughs> anyways. But, uh, beat the streak. Yeah, we're doing beat the streak. Beat the streak. On Instagram. We are on the streak so, to 56. So we are, all, all of us are really into uh, the app called MLB Play. Download if, it. If anybody is. Um, yeah, code has, Sunday League. Has it, heard, has it ever <laughs> heard of it? It's um, it's a great little app. You know, they have this game called Pickle. They have this game called um, Beat the Streak, where if you uh, guess 56 players, you can double down and guess two. Um, and it can jump your score from two to four, all that kind of stuff. Um, and if you get 56 days in a row or 56 people that you've chosen, right, you have the chance to win $5.6 million. Um, now, just know, you can be a millionaire in 28 days. So, Think yeah. about that for a second. Why not? Oh, well, if you, if you do, get both of them, okay. I'll say that. Math if you double is... down, yeah. If you double down. In a month. Hypothetically. Maybe a month and a half. But anyway, so it's it's just a little fun thing that I think we're really gonna start doing. Um you'll probably see on our on our Instagram some uh if of us ever playing gets pickle. Um yeah, we'll we'll, we'll play Excuses. Not committed. <laughs> we got <laughs> sorry case. Anyways. Speak up. Um, yeah. So you can play with us. You can play along with us. Shut up, Kale. I'm just upset, man. I'm in fourth place. <laughs> I can take this serious. All right. Who's your two picks? Um, we'll get a piece. So, obviously, we're, we're going for Monday. So, Monday, this since we're recording on Sunday, and we're recording after all the games have already gone. Um, to be honest, um, I haven't really looked right now. Corey Sears is obviously pretty hot, so he's always a good, good guess. Um, uh, he also Kangaroo, has Jordan's. Jordan's about to face Emerson Hancock. Who? Exactly. Oh no, that was a day. I'll probably go with Corey Sears as one of them. Since we're at, since I'm at zero right now, I'll probably double down because I mean, Trey Turner and Scott Alexander. So, yeah, Harper gets Alexander. Oh, lefty on lefty, so Trey Turner. Yeah, 
Luisa Raz against San Diego. Against who, who cares? It doesn't say, but Man's he was hit. four in his last game. He's due. Acuna against Peterson, who he is three for 15 against them, so only batting 200. He's also he's a favorite on the app. Uh, Robert, I chose him for the past few days. He's been getting me some pretty good ones, except for this past one. He broke my streak. So. Brutal. But yeah. Yeah. Sleeper. Zach. Is it Galoff? G E L O F. So Galoff. Galoff. Against uh, Tucker Davidson, Kansas City. Former Brave, so he's trash. All right, my two. I got Alex Bregman and Corey Seager. Texas? I like it. Corey Seager and Florida Scurriel. Ooh. I like it. Who's your picks? Mine, I'm going to go with Luis Arise. Um, facing the Padres, they it will be Blake Snell, but I think they'll get to the pen, and then he'll get a hit. And then I'm going with a sneaky one. I'm going to go with Cody Bellinger against oh, Alex Fiedo of the Detroit Tigers. Sneaky. He's only batting that. 300 this year. <laughs> y'all weren't mentioning him, so I know <laughs> y'all. I ain't told my picks. Cool. <laughs> All right, I've okay, got, got Acuna. Nope. Uh. Cunha Tick one oh. Uh Julio Rodriguez against Tuki Toussaint. Mm. And then Zach Jalof against Tucker Davidson. You haven't even heard yeah. of that um, guy. Changing my... I'm adding J Rod instead of Brigman. Yeah, you good are. Picks, picks. Listen to the listen to yep. Master Sensei. Yeah, well I'm going back to Brigman. Not listening to you. Lose your money, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think that's uh, has the best streak next pod we'll see, see I, didn't you know this, guess didn't even know this app existed <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. all right well that's about all we got um mm-hmm. make sure you like comment subscribe here on youtube if you are on spotify give us a rating uh, make sure you follow anywhere you get your podcasts uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Deezer, whatever it is. What was um, Bezos? We got it all. Bezos, whatever. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the places. Uh, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you haven't listened to the first episode and you're like, who are these guys? Go back and listen to it. It's just kind of a beast idiot. Yeah. It's just kind of an introduction to who we are. Um, gives you a little bit of context of our league, uh, that kind of thing. And why we talk about what we want to talk about. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you again next week. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. My lines. Peace.